0: Deep, you know, play the corners hard, we'll see things will happen for us.
1: Yep! What's up, boys? We're back, just dishing at 89. The gang's back, joined with Derek and Tudes. How you boys doing? Uh, I know on the day we were recording, we were just together. Uh, did a whole bunch of work. I'll talk about it specifically, some of it. Um, but more to come on that for sure. What we did do, we crushed a bunch of orders. Good day with the boys, Tudor. How'd you feel? How you feeling about your beer league game later?
0: Honestly, I'm I'm a little bit wiped out. We had a long day today, and I was yeah. We'll just home. say yeah. We'll just say home. we're on the
1: ice. And we were on the ice today. To do yeah.
0: Some so I mean, long a long problems. day and. You know, now I get to uh, suck down this coffee and uh, recharge before I go out there and throw my wet gear on again. So yeah, I, um,
1: love, I love a nice wet pair of gloves. Yeah, Just give right. me, keep the mitts nice and loose.
2: Tudor the toys will
1: never be better.
2: Tudor was breaking a serious sweat today, and I, I loved every moment of it. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> training camp, baby. Should have should have
0: seen should have seen me uh, should have seen me sending out some uh, orders today too.
2: Breaking a sweat um, down the there boys. too. Oh yeah. Oh man. Tudor,
0: do you usually have another light on your face? Uh no, not usually.
2: Usually I. Uh, it's not called, not full season- screen, it's though. called seasonal depression.
1: Yeah it is. Uh, yeah yeah. He didn't have a. Uh, usually he's got a little more glow to him. You beautiful <laughs> bastard. I want to just. I just want to make sure. I want to see your face. That's all. I feel bad for the people listening on just the audio sites that they can't see you.
0: I feel bad for them too.
1: I would. I would as well. (laughs) Gentlemen. Um, so we might as well get right into it. It's going to be a little quicker one. Um, you know, going forward once the, all the bowl games are out and the lines are out, we'll go through and we'll just kind of do what we did for the conference championship. So that might be just like a, a longer episode. We'll just focus on that. Um, might be doing that next week. Um, like I said, we kind of week to week as we uh, get to the you know holidays in the new year and into the new year, we'll just kind of you know see where it goes and everything. But um, for this episode, obviously recap the, the conference games because uh, I don't think we did too bad from what I recall. We didn't do
2: that bad. There was a lot of crapshoot ones that were in there just because yeah we don't really bet on them. But like I feel like the main conferences, I think we did pretty damn well
1: yeah
2: we were all pretty unanimous across the board in terms of the conference championships I think
1: yeah yeah we were kind of kind of similar um so where do we where are we starting here again it was North Texas UTsa was the first game right yeah yeah we uh I'm on my tab I had UTSA minus eight and a half covered I think they killed him I think it was well over eight and a half. Yeah. Um,
0: Never had a chance. Mean green. Mean green, baby.
1: The mean yeah. green.
0: Um, Hold on. I'm going to get to the. You want me to rip through them?
1: Yeah, you can rip through them. I, I just want to have the scores up if there's okay. any specifics we want to talk about. Because I know we're going to go through all of these. But we're going to get to certain spots where we're, there's going to be. Like, tutor, I know there's something about Georgia you want to talk about. I know shit like that's going to come up. So. We can just kind of go one
0: by one. Yeah, we'll we'll save Georgia for last On
1: Okay, fair Uh, enough.
0: But yeah, um, UTSA spanked North Texas. Um, So North Texas did not cover the 8.5, as I think Derek and I both had. Um, USC minus 2.5, I think all three of us were across the board on that one, and Utah spanked them.
2: What an embarrassing
0: game! Um, yeah, that
1: record. was. Yeah, I could, that was the most surprising. I still think that's the most surprising.
0: I thing. agree. Um, you know, T, TCU minus two and a half. They they proved their fronts. Um But we'll see what happens to. I kind of thought
1: but that one coming, like like Derek said in our group chat. I kind of felt that coming as the game got closer and closer. I There's was too like, much money it, on it. yeah, yeah. What it else? It was
2: like sixty-four percent of the money was on TCU or some shit like that. That's wild. Yeah.
0: I think a lot of people though thought that TCU had to win that game to get into the playoff. So that may, like, at least for me, that's kind of what I was thinking. I thought that they were going to have to win that game to get to the college football playoff. And I figured that would kind of be the reason they would cover two and a half because they've got that extra motivation, but apparently not. Right. Um Toledo, Ohio, over in the MAC. Toledo covered one and a half. Let's go Rockets. Um, Coastal Carolina and Troy. Troy did cover the eight and a half. Thing. We fell
1: for it. Yeah, bro. I, yeah. I, I caught a little of a Grayson McCall. You could just tell he hadn't played. Yeah. And he was definitely not at all 100%. percent i sure
2: I took Troy. I think you did. I did. I had Troy, I, Troy was one of those teams that – I had seen was really good uh, against the spread throughout the season, but I was just always, like, very hesitant on taking them just because they're not, like, a normal.
1: Yeah, Yeah, you wouldn't just – you're not going to come across their games most likely. Nope. Yep, and even if you did, you wouldn't stay on it.
2: Yeah, and, like, the teams that they were always playing were, like, teams I had never heard of, so I'm like, this could go either way. Like, they could either beat the piss out of them or they could, like, not show up and just get destroyed. Correct. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, me and Tudor definitely fell for the bait hard on that one. But I I honestly just took the shot that Grayson McCall would play, and he would look awesome, and he played, and he was just, again, clearly still recovering, still a little injured, a little banged up. Um, So, we're skipping Georgia LSU, you said, right? We'll save that for last.
0: Yep. Fresno State, Boise State, Fresno won that one. Um, So, Boise did not cover the three. Um, too lame. on the blue turf too
1: fraud yeah, also fraud, fraud, that's alert. fraud territory right yeah, there. yeah Fresno <laughs> stinks Fresno's no good
2: you um, gotta you gotta take the you gotta take the turf pick just right. like, just like um, I'm never I'm never that,
0: picking against them on the blue turf
2: there's no. a guy that I follow on uh Twitter that I give a lot of respect to um he does uniform bets so like whenever fucking, like a college team will come out with like a really good uniform like one of their one one-off weeks or whatever okay. like, like uniform bet like literally like with no like no context behind it just by like that they're wearing a sick uniform i respect that I'm a, lot curious... of,
0: a lot of people have won their march madness pools that way
2: yeah i'm also very curious like... <laughs>
1: it's a good point Dude.
2: i'm very curious how uh like his uniform bets do, like across the year. Like I'm sure he'll give a step. I bet it gets maybe. crazy
1: for bowl week because I feel like teams do cool shit for bowl week. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I. Uh, I've always it's always every time I hear something like that, I always like I want to try that, and I never do it. I never pull the trigger. I never have the stones to just say, "Yeah, I'm going to bet this game because of the jersey."
0: I literally put money on North Texas because their mascot was the Mean Green this past week. So I'm right there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you about that one.
0: Can
2: I just? Can Usually I know, you're I telling
1: This year, too, you were telling me. That, that one I was telling you.
2: Yep. I know it's the next pick, and um, I just want to say throughout the whole season, fuck Clemson, just big time just
0: oh no you skipped over you the skipped two lane you. boys whoa yeah yeah
2: oh my bad my bad how dare you i, I must have misread my tutor
1: are not tutor sorry derek we also i think at this point we might have to treat ourselves holiday wise <laughs> i think you and i have to acquire some two lane merch i All think right, i'll look
2: in, i'll look into it let I'll
1: me do. know we'll just do it I, I think we have to do it we owe it to them that was uh what a run
2: I, wish I mean, what do they end? Eleven. I wish I could say that they like. I mean, they won me money, but it was like literally just like keeping me afloat. Money. It wasn't like they were winning me money.
1: It is though, because you ain't in the negative. If it's yeah. keeping you afloat, if it's if it's yeah, keeping right. you even, you're that's right. winning. That's good. Um, but yeah, I th- I think that's just something we got to do. Uh, I th- what did they finish? Eleven and two, outright mm-hmm. and against the spread. Yep. Tremendous. Yep. They won, that's they a, covered. That's a, I team, a, that's a
0: I, team that I respect the hell out of. When because they when play, they won, they won, damn it, they cover.
1: Yes.
2: I, I will say that I was a little late to the party um, this season. Like, I didn't ride them as much as I should have with the spread. Um, but when I rode them. Me too. I, tried, I think I it was eight,
1: eight of them. Yeah. I think eight, eight times I won betting on them.
2: I think I probably – I think I might have done, like, six.
1: I think I was eight and one because the, the first time they didn't cover – I forget who they played, but I, I definitely had them. But well, I went right back to the well, and we were good, boys. Um, all right, where are we at? Oh yeah,
0: Derek, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, UN, that UNC stunk Lincoln. it up. Clemson. Lincoln. They they're still not good. Clemson. Yeah, I they still so over
2: the board because like literally yeah. they were supposed to be good. You bet them, then they would be trash, and then you bet against them, and then they're the best football team out there.
1: Yeah. Um, I yeah, just I'm done with Clemson. Maybe oh. we can re, until that until they have a new quarterback. I'm 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 all right. Yep. Um, so you um just, so I will, see them I next you year. To yeah.
2: See to round up the year, um, I was just thinking of quarterbacks. Um, Bo Nicks, uh kind of made us eat our words this year. Uh, a little bit ended up ended up with a pretty nice year uh, at the end of the Shout year. Shout out to Bonex.
1: Yeah. Couple. you might piss me off I might say things about you but I'm not gonna actively root against you personally
2: couple three only if I bet couple against 300 yard games at the yeah. end of the season not bad
1: yeah I mean he's I mean he's had seven years to figure it out so
0: <laughs> yeah he's he just screams though he's one of those guys where you're obviously talented when you're playing at high level college football programs like Auburn or uh, uh, Oregon, but the thing is, he's one of the many college quarterbacks that is productive. But you just watching him know that there's no shot he's
2: going to the next level. Yeah. Or you know who else do you can throw in there too, Mr. Spencer Rattler.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. god. Pretty it's- impressive stretch run for Carolina though, Congrats. South Carolina. Yeah, but like I just. garbage time wins I guess yeah I do not like I don't like I don't like his game I don't know I just don't and then like he has that big game where he pops off and acts like he's the best quarterback in the FBS
1: but then he disappears for a while well uh, that's the thing Streaky, very streaky
0: with Rattler too he was the number one quarterback in his class when he came out of college or out of high school and then just never really panned out at his first stop at Oklahoma and then uh you know, from one of those guys there.
1: that I think he like peaked too early. Like, you know, like he was just in his prime too early. Probably when he was in high school, just, you know, it just happens. You get banged up, you get injuries, you slow down. It's, it's tough, man. That sport too. it just beats the piss out of you. Um, I don't know what's going on there with Derek, but, uh, cause I was going to ask him about Michigan, but he'll be back. I am quite sure. Um, so, so to, on, what are on, your... Spencer,
0: on Spencer Ratliff, yeah. too. Do you think Sorry. that? Do you think part of that is? So these kids now, right? Especially even more so than when when we were kind of going through sports. Although it started maybe kind of around our age, but. You see a lot of kids specializing in one sport so young or even one position, right, where you get an eight-year-old now on Instagram who's got his own page and he's out there, you know, putting up clips of him throwing the football on 10-yard out routes. And it's like they're specializing these kids so young, but mm-hmm. they're also specializing them to such a specific system that, cool, it gets you a Division One scholarship to a, a Power 5 school, which is awesome. But something about the style of play never really seems to to translate. So I almost wonder, like, are these kids just being groomed for college football roles and the coaches knowing that they're not next I, level ready or?
1: I don't know what it is. I think it's just there's, there's a time that has passed where it's like it's it's now you have to have like a – like a specialty or a niche in, in everything, right? Like you can't, like, like they're just like I remember hearing on a broadcast for the NFL the there that uh, somebody's like they got a punter he kicks and he holds for one of these college teams. It's like, oh, he punts, kicks, and holds for like um, field goals. Like he does the kickoffs and he punts, and then he's like he also holds for the field goals. And I'm like, whoa. All right, let's, you know, take it easy there. We don't want any brain busters here. It's like it's all specialized stuff. You're you're right, dudes. um, But it's weird for me because if you go back in history, some of the most popular, successful, famous athletes, it's well documented. They were very, very good at multiple sports. Right. And played multiple sports. Bo Jackson, Joe Namath. Go up and down, right? That's just to the uh, – Yeah, I mean,
0: maybe you don't even have to be good enough to play at the professional level, but it's just you know, not only focusing on one sport all year round definitely helps kids develop into better players overall.
1: Because it makes you a better athlete. You're using different skills, different muscles, different motions, different pace. Like it makes you – and it makes you – I think it's a creative space too where it's like you learn things like – oh, like I play indoor soccer. I fuck, I bounce the ball off the boards in this way and pivot like that. I could do that in hockey. I just have to do it this way instead. I wonder if that'll work. Like, there, you know what I mean? I think that's a huge part of that, that, you know, being developing yourself in one specific thing. I think you have to, in a lot of ways with good art and stuff, you have to pull inspiration from different places. Right. And I think you can do the same thing when it comes to sports, athletics, whatever. So that's what came to mind for me when you brought that up, dudes.
0: Sure. All right. Back to Michigan. Now that Derek's uh, back. Yes. Uh, Michigan, Purdue. All right. First of all, before you give your thoughts on this, Derek, can we discuss how stupid it is that these conferences have an east and a west? And it's not just the two best teams in the conference playing in yeah. the championship. Horrendous. Because Michigan's a wagon, right? There's no doubt there. But for yeah. Ohio State to not play in a, in a conference championship, even though they only have one loss to Michigan, but then you're going to put a four loss Purdue team in the Big Ten championship. Give me a break. If
2: they should but have just ran know it know back it, with Ohio it's State. Such a, a that should happen joke. every single year. That should happen I know. Every year. It should just be. They should have make it the, the Big Ten championship. championship. Ohio so State see, should
1: have had to go after that embarrassing loss at home. They should have right. had to, and to march their ass the next week to the big house and have to try and beat them again.
2: And guess what? Then, great, you fucking lose again. You're out of the college playoffs. Right, exactly. sock to suck. And and then it's, it's stupid yeah. because
0: what are you going to do, right? If for some reason Michigan half their team trips coming out of the tunnel and gets hurt. Um, and somehow Purdue wins that game, are you really going to put a four-loss Purdue team in the playoff just because they won the Big Ten Championship? Probably nah. not, right? They were
1: probably just looking for a way to knock Michigan out almost and put fucking Alabama in or something in that scenario. I don't know what the, the situation just, would be. You know? it's,
0: it's stupid to me to have those two sides of it when they're always so lopsided. I mean, even in the SEC, LSU was in it. Yes, they had a couple big wins. But they also had three losses,
2: and bad
1: losses. They had a they had right. some not good losses in there. I'll just so say it's, this:
2: it's stupid. Give me, give me Ohio State in the national championship. Give me, give me it again.
1: That'd be awesome. How awesome would that be?
2: That'd be sick.
0: That
1: would be. How many has that happened? No, I don't think that's, that's every. Ever happened. That's
0: every Big Ten football fan's wet dream, so that oh, they can my. just call up all their buddies that like SEC teams and just shit on them for not being in the national championship game.
1: Derek, that would that you're that confident though. That wouldn't worry you. That bounce back again to beat them a third time in a row. Nah, I like it. it. Like, I like the confidence.
2: They fucking owned us for ten years. It's our time. Fuck them.
1: I like it. I absolutely they love owned it. Owned
2: us for so long. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so over that. Like that, like
1: that Ohio State aura almost. Yeah, yeah. Is that I, what you're trying to say? That,
2: that they've had for a while. Like, well, and just like the fact of like that superstition of like, oh, you can't win more than three games. It's like, fuck that.
1: Yeah, I think like I agree with you there for sure. I'd love to see Michigan do it. I think it'd be awesome because I, I don't remember them being like a national powerhouse for real. Like, I, I vaguely in like what ninety seven.
0: Well, when they, they were. What? They were supposed to be kind of like the the early to mid two thousands and then there, the whole Appalachian like State like, game
2: happened. Yeah, they were there like like Chad Henney and like Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. And Mike, like Mike Chad um, and Mike Mike running Hart, back. Yeah, yep. that was like they were they were top of the top of the okay. NCAA that time. Like that, I don't know
0: I don't know why the one person I think of every time I think or someone brings up the Michigan Wolverines football team, I think of Mike Hart. And I think there must have been a game I was watching when I was like 10 years old where he, someone threw out a stat where he had like 400 consecutive carries or something bananas where he had a certain amount of carries without a fumble. And it was just a ridic- it was a ridiculous amount for a running back. It was like 400 touches without a fumble.
1: Amazing,
0: um, but that's what I think of every time I think of Michigan.
2: Shout out to the legend still on the bench too. Coaching? Yeah, he's a coach. He's the coach. Um, running sure. backs coach. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the coach that passed out. Um, during, oh yeah, and, shit. Uh, during that one game, while they were, I think it was during the Michigan State game. I think it was. I don't know. There was a, co- but yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Mike Hart that passed out um, or had a seizure or something like that. I think it was or yeah. something on the sidelines like during the game.
1: Yeah, it was towards the end of the year. I vaguely remember. I don't mm-hmm. know who they played, but yeah. So shout out to him. Hope he's doing well. Seems to be
0: came right back.
1: Legend. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Always encouraging. Um. Last game.
0: Last game is Georgia LSU. Georgia bitches. put a whooping on them.
1: I fucking told you. I told you. Yeah. I told you. I told you. You'll see it in a post for this past week for the content. I said it, guys. It Hope
0: goes everyone. Back, it goes back to you know the first rule of betting college football: don't put your money on Brian Kelly in a big game.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I should have should have listened to that one.
0: Derek, out of all the picks that
1: you had, there wasn't too many that I didn't agree with you on. When I saw you did that one, I was and you weren't on the call. I was like, I can't even try and convince him. Yeah, he's just gonna. I, I didn't yeah. even
2: hear it. Yeah, I didn't even hear that. So yeah,
1: I I was like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I don't want to do bad juju and text it to him. But I'm like, if he was here, I would maybe be like trying to say, uh, Derek. Think about this. We've been here before.
2: Yeah, see I <sighs> it's think tough. Of, I think of LSU and that they're good, but then I forget about Brian Kelly.
1: Yeah. He hasn't proven it there yet. No. We they, they, they still have, have that idea. Joe Burrow Coach O yeah. Kind of thing to him a little bit. But um yeah. Um
2: Coach Prime to Colorado.
1: Yeah, I was going to talk about that after. But, uh, Tudor, you brought up the the, the Georgia game. Obviously, they whooped them. But what did you bring? You wanted to ask something about Georgia before we talked Deion Sanders. Yeah,
0: so I saw a funny tweet. And it has to do with Georgia, but it's not specifically Georgia.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Uh, but it was talking about Stetson Bennett. Now, Stetson Bennett, for people that don't know, is Georgia's starting quarterback. He also is because of the COVID year where you got – essentially an extra year of eligibility he's currently in his sixth yes sixth college football season this year and he's 25 years old so Stetson Bennett's out there in tweet, so the tweet that I saw is it was like Stetson Bennett is out here tossing slant routes to four and five star recruits against 19 year old DBs acting like he's the second coming of Christ and I I thought it was hilarious, (laughs) but then it also made me think. Like, I understand the difference with eligibility, and these things happen, right? Like Brandon Whedon, if you remember him, he got drafted by the Cleveland Browns, but he played quarterback at Oklahoma State back in the day. He actually went pro in baseball out of high school and then came back to college, and he was like 28 years old playing college football.
1: But at some point – how was he allowed to do that? By the because,
0: way, because because in in NCAA rules, because he had not used up any NCAA eligibility, he went pro in baseball. Didn't quite work out the way he wanted to, but he still had eligibility. Now he obviously could not come back and play college baseball, but because it was a oh, sport, okay. because it was a sport that he did not go pro in, he was able to come back and use his eligibility. So he ended up playing quarterback at Oklahoma State ultimately got drafted to the Cleveland Browns, which that's a dumpster fire anyway. So it's uh... it's one of those things. It's kind of an obscure thing. But to me, one thing I wanted to ask is, do we need – I get the eligibility thing, but for college sports, do we need an age limit? Because I'm looking right now at a list, and it's – so Stetson Bennett at 25 years old is older than Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts. He's a couple months younger than Kyler Murray – and he was born the same year as Lamar Jackson, and Lamar Jackson is in his fifth NFL season, and RB is to
2: say, Josh Allen is twenty six years old. So right? Josh
0: Allen, yeah. So Lamar Jackson went in the same draft as Josh Allen in two thousand eighteen. Yeah, and uh, Stetson and Bennett's the same age essentially as Lamar Jackson. They were born in the same year, so it's like at this point, do we really? Do do we need an age limit for college sports? Because it seems a little bit ridiculous to me that a grown man who's older than, you know, a handful of elite level or, you know, top 10 level starting quarterbacks in the NFL is out here playing college football for six years.
2: See, but the problem is, is that if you enact that in football, like I get that for football, but... Think about our, boy, our boys over in the collegiate hockey program that go junior and don't start their freshman year until they're 21.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't really thinking about that. That makes sense. So That's right. exactly
2: what I, I was going to say, too, Derek. I know a handful of people that. I know. Yeah, actually, I
1: knew. I had a couple what if you cap now. it at, like, 25? Because most I, – I
2: would, I would say – That's what he is now. Yeah, that's definitely safe, I would say. Like, if you're going to go and play the junior route, like so, can you, sorry, make it, but can like, you, you just make it, got it, it an exception. Yeah.
0: Can you make it an exception though only for hockey? Because hockey's the only sport that operates that way where kids will play junior for a few years after high school. Like there's no junior for football, right? Like you no. graduate high school at eighteen years old, you go to
2: college. Or mm-hmm. you go to like a JUCO and then go to college, basically. But it's right. like, you're but you burn I mean, I'm pretty sure if I'm if I'm correct when you count. go to Zuko, Juco, you okay. count eligibility. Yeah, okay, yep. so you burn two years, yeah. Yep. I
1: only yeah, have, it. I have two years of NCAA eligibility because I used two in oh,
2: Juco I, I, I got three left. I could go back if I wanted. I got all four, sure. maybe. Yep, three left. But I do, like, I was going to bring up a point of, like, but I do like the thing of, like, Seeing J.R. Smith go and play college golf, like I, I, I do yeah. enjoy seeing that shit. Like that's awesome. Yeah. it's rare though, so it's cool. Yeah, I mean, like I know, yeah. but like that's where you like lose those like moments though if you put yeah like the you, you know like I regardless,
0: mean, I'm going to chirp you for being 25 years old and selling hard over you know beating up on an 18 year old kid that was in middle school when you were playing when you were his age. Like yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I I agree. I think especially like like golf is different though because like you could be a 45-year-old dude and go and play collegiate and you would and get smoked by those kids. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, you
0: defi- you definitely can and probably would in that situation, but I think generally speaking, especially when you're still in your 20s, Time is always an advantage because you have so many more years to develop, right? Think about guys, even some of those guys for the NFL, you know, that that a guy like Stetson Bennett's older than. You look at Lamar Jackson, the way that he's played now and already has a league MVP. He was not that guy at 18 years old when he left high school and went to Louisville. And same thing with... You know, even a guy like uh, Jalen Hurts, who's playing at an MVP level this year, like those guys, you know, those years are valuable to develop. So, you know, if you had Jalen Hurts or Justin uh, Herbert in the the NCAA right now, they'd run the show. Now, they were really good when they were in college, but you give them that extra time to develop and still play at that level – be dominating.
2: But also, you have to look at it, too, of like, yeah, he may be old at 25, but like, his personal decision of like, not going to the draft and not like, you know, trying to get drafted. Well, that's not a
0: decision. He's just not going
2: to get drafted. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, he's not going to like, but doing the decision of like, waiting so long. Yeah. Not even giving it a try. Yeah, you have a lesser likely chance because a team's not going to draft you because you're 25 years old. They're going to take the kid that's twenty one in the draft and has four years to develop. If you develop a quarterback for four years, he's twenty nine. He's really
0: most- he's gonna look really good starring in those enterprise commercials about how most college athletes end up going pro in something other than sports.
1: That's all I'm Love it. Interesting. Very interesting.
0: Just um, wanna get your guys' thoughts on that. Cause I, I just I don't know. Yeah, maybe, sure. maybe I'm just the Stetson and Bennett hater, so that's why. But.
1: Yeah, no, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so we kind of recap. We did pretty good. It was a fun uh, regular and uh, conference, you know, college football season. That was our first time doing that. Uh, seems like everyone enjoyed it. I know we did. So, um, you know, I'll probably make it a yearly thing. Um, but now, um, real quick though, before we shift to catch up on you know little NHL stuff, little whatever else, um, bills and whatnot. Um, one game this week, we got uh, on the 10th, Saturday, Navy versus Army. Navy, minus one and a half. Total set at 32 and a half. Snoozer, probably not going to watch it. I don't know if there's anything to bet other than the under, if you're going to bet this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say just save your time and money and maybe get a nice nap in.
1: Me too. There'll probably um, there'll be other things on. Because the NFL is going to start doing Saturdays. I know the Bills game yep. just got flexed, right? What, yep. two weeks Two weeks from now, right? Yeah, the Dolphins. Uh, week
2: 15, yeah. yeah. 17th um, is on, though. We don't really have to touch on it, but also going to say, uh, shout out to Morocco upsetting Spain today.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, Did
2: you have yeah. something on that? No, absolutely mm. not. Are you kidding? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, I have Live bet in the know, world yeah. at this point, dude. Live betting is where you got to do the World Cup. I think I did a live bet. Um, shout out to Jeff Analos, by the way. Live bet Croatia three times in this World Cup. I have won money every single time. Big shout out to the Analoses and the country of Croatia. Um, but yeah, and then I live bet them to win to advance via penalties at plus two ten in like uh, the 80th minute in their game the other day, I believe. So that was pretty good. I think that was Monday, um, yesterday. So yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, U S gave it a good run. Um, kind of new writing was on the wall when they drew the Dutch. That's just, that team's loaded. We are just not
2: um, they did pretty well against them. though.
1: Yeah. I mean, early on Pulisic had a chance. I think if you bury that and then you kind of lock it up, that's your chance to beat them, but you're not going to, Win a shootout against them. Yeah, they too played deep, too good.
2: They played just like straight <laughs> lockdown. They they scored their goals and then they were like, "All right, we don't need to do anything else here." Yeah, anymore. they just they
1: they owned the field and um, you know, their their midfield is tough. They got speed and skill,
2: which is crazy. Um, because if you looked at that game on paper, the U.S. should have won it.
1: Yeah, the stats and everything. Like it's that, always interesting that's the how that works thing about soccer. That's why they that play
0: the games, right, boys? Oh yeah,
1: gotta love it. Um. So yeah, where else are we at, T- Derek? One thing I wanted to ask you that I this OBJ stuff has been all over the place. What are your thoughts on it? We haven't talked about it on here. Like, what are Honestly, your who what's cares? your thoughts?
2: Who cares? Um, he so hasn't, like, signed. He hasn't I think, signed yet, right? This is no. I, think, well, I just truthfully think it's more of a distraction than a help. Um, I I kind of am getting that vibe from the players too, like. They keep getting addressed it and like of course they're gonna have a like a optimistic like answer and a good answer, but like they kind of just keep brushing it off and they're just like, Yeah, another offensive weapon would be great. It's, yeah, I feel like I feel like
0: I, I, feel like I think Miller... it would
2: I, I think it would kind of cause just like not a rift in the locker room, but like to introduce a guy so late and like the fact that like there's already reports that he might not even suit up until like mid January. So, like, guys gonna step in for a playoff game and take reps away from guys who are literally, who literally, you know, earned their, earned their reps all year. Like, okay, so here's a prime example. We get to, we get to January and OBJ is here. Are you gonna want, like, h- how pissed is Khalil Shakir gonna be when fucking OBJ steps in and take his reps after he just busted his ass all year to get on that field? You know, I think,
0: I think yes. But I think as an athlete, you also know that's the reality of the situation.
2: No, I know.
0: You know, it sucks for those guys. But also on the flip side, if I'm OBJ, and I've been saying this kind of from the beginning to some of my buddies that are Bills fans, I'm not coming to Buffalo if I'm Odell Beckham Jr. And it has nothing to do with the city. It has nothing to do. It's not saying anything negative about the team. It's just... If I'm him and I still think that I have something left in the tank, if I come to Buffalo, what am I, the number three or four target, right? Because you got Diggs is obviously number one. Are you going to be ahead of Davis for targets? Probably. Maybe. Are you going to, Dawson Knox is going to be getting a lot of targets in the mix coming down the stretch. So it's like you're fighting with all of these guys for reps and targets where, if you're OBJ, and I think it's pretty much narrowed down to the Bills and Cowboys now, but the way I was looking at it even a couple months ago is if you go to a team like, say, the Ravens or the Cowboys, right? The Cowboys have CD Lamb, and outside of that, it's pretty wide open for who you could take
2: a you know, step Gallop. ahead of
0: Gallup, but I think he's better than Gallup if he's healthy. For sure.
2: Oh, for sure. So yeah. it's like so you would have a... right
0: there you have him and CeeDee Lamb, but like that's basically it and they're still a contender, or if you go to a team like Baltimore before the Lamar Jackson injury, which who knows how serious that is at this point, but you're going to a team with a guy who is an NFL MVP, at quarterback, and you've got really no true number one wide receivers on that team. Right, so you're (laughs) going to get the lion's share of the targets there just being a talented wide receiver because you have Duvernay who's essentially just a speed burner. And then you've got maybe Bateman, and that's about it. You know, Mark Andrews and leads Bateman's that team in receiving
2: yards. And Bateman's down right now, too. So
0: it's like, yeah. We'll talk with Lamar Jackson, too. He's down, isn't he? I saw yeah. today that I'm it was a PCL, PCL sprain, I think. So it's typically like one to six weeks, depending on severity. So oh, I okay. think he's not, not going to play against the Steelers this week. But
2: They're not doing very – are they looking at a playoff spot or no?
0: Who Ravens? Yeah, no, yeah, they're yeah. in first place in the AFC North right now. They're eight. Oh, four. they are.
2: Okay. Yeah, they're
0: eight. They're eight and four. They're a good team. Um, their defense is very good. Their I offense hasn't been, really popped off.
2: I know that they've been all like just pretty up and down. So like, I really haven't.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Ravens game against the Bills basically sums up who the Ravens are this year. The Ravens can go toe to toe with any team in the league and beat them but the Ravens also could get smoke too, right? Because they got up against the Bills by like three scores early. And it was like, oh, this could be a bloodbath, like good night, Buffalo. And then yeah. the Ravens just didn't do anything in the second half and blew like a three-score lead. It's just that's that's the Ravens this year. You don't know, but they are they couldn't go toe-to-toe with anyone, which is why I think for a guy, for a guy like OBJ, like, if I have a choice between a team like that and a team like Buffalo, I'm probably going there because I still have a chance to make a run, but I'm also going to get to be a bigger part of it than I would if I go to a team with an already stacked roster.
1: I've heard some – just what I've seen, maybe some of the holdup is, obviously, how healthy is he? Can he help now? But I think some of the holdup is the negotiations with his, you know, his camp, OBJ, and the teams is some security for next season. Where I feel like a lot of these teams yeah. might just want for one year.
0: Get so that one guy to, to put about. them over the hump for a Super Bowl, and that's about it. Yeah, because,
1: I mean, if you're the Bills and you have to sign them for next year to get him for this year, what does that cost you? The, who who can't you sign a free agency already, next year now?
0: They're already going to be strapped because next year's when Josh Allen's big deal kicks in.
1: Yes, exactly. So, so what, you can't – can you not re-sign Poyer for sure now?
0: That's already. I mean, that no, off.
2: Yeah. I just like, I, the Poyer thing to me, I was saying it earlier. Um, you just, it's, it comes down to the business decision thing. Um, unless Poyer significantly shows he like, really wants to be here, like, which would be taking a pay cut and I don't blame him if he doesn't, um. I, he,
0: Such a short sell, shelf life. Yeah, you can never blame a player for, yeah. you know, going. Our, to get
2: no, there. It's, not it's a at tough all. situation. And, like he's he's done a lot here, and like the fact that we were able to keep Hyde and Boyer together for as long as we did is pretty fucking impressive. I mean, those two guys should be running, you know, a, a backfield on on a team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. on separate teams. Like they're good enough <laughs> to have a young guy underneath them and just coach that backfield, basically. Um, And I think that's what's going to happen. They signed Hyde last year, or was it this year, earlier this year? And I just think they're going to just ride him out, and Hoyer's going to probably walk, and they're going to just draft a safety, I think, in the first round this year. Um, or the second round, pretty much. And,
0: and I think they've also like they've gotten some good young DBs in the draft like, sure. this year. And Hamlin's
2: st- stepped yeah. up.
0: And, and the thing with that, too, is quite frankly, you have a luxury when you're in a situation like Buffalo and your offense is as loaded as it is because as nice as it is to have a defense that shuts it down, and yes, you have to have a defense that can shut it down to a degree, It makes that guy just a little bit less valuable when your offense can put up 30 points a game.
2: Yeah. I was about, I mean, what I was about to say, yeah, you have Tyreek blow one over the top of you. It doesn't matter if Josh Allen can march down the field and score one right away.
0: Exactly. Like that's, and that's probably honestly how a lot of teams would look at it or a lot of I would think GMs would look and at it how, that situation. And, and really,
2: how often does a big ball play like that happen? Like, real, realistically, where a safety gets absolutely just blown out over the top. Like, not no. too often, honestly. And it's usually a fuck-up on the safety's part. They, like, trip or, like, miss a swat uh, or something. Uh, you know, it, it's pretty rare that it ever gets through. And if it does get through – and um, – and, and a lot of the times there's there's a pass interference on it anyways so it doesn't fucking matter.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see what happens with that that squad, but they're gonna be uh, doing some cap gymnastics, I'm thinking, before next season. So
1: yeah. Quick shout out. Um, recently, I can't remember exactly, but uh, shout out to Tampa Bay Lightning captain Steven Stamkos got his thousandth point. Yeah, love that. Shout out to Stammer, absolute gem. Um,
0: there's a guy that's battled through a lot. Of oh injury. yeah,
1: whole bunch. He's Real, a, quick, he's the though. type
0: of guy, though. What could have been if he didn't have to deal with that?
1: I know, definitely. The um, the other thing I wanted to mention too. I know this is going to be extremely shocking, but Connor Bedard was named to the World Junior Championship wow. roster for Canada.
2: Crazy. Crazy. I really
1: thought they
0: were going to leave them off this year. I
1: know, right? Um, yeah, that's already coming up quick. I think the first games – they always start Boxing Day, right, the day after Christmas? Yep. The 26th, so that'll be sick. Um, I'll be at Del Lago for the 26th, 27th. Hopefully they got some action there.
0: What a phenomenal tournament every year.
1: Yeah, it's great. It'll be fine this year too. It won't be weird because there was, like, all the COVID shit the last time I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anything else NFL Bills related? What any other team? Any anything at all?
2: Not that I think of. Not that I. Can what imagine. a
1: great by real quick though. I mean, I obviously touch the Bills again, but great weekend for um, the Bills seating wise for the playoffs though. Um, mm-hmm. With Kansas City, um, <laughs> you, you,
2: you went into the day, first, yeah, in the first wild card spot and end up. In the top seed, you can't. Crazy. For, you can't ask for a better Sunday. You really can't.
1: Yep. Just went out, control your destiny. There you go. Keep the, it simple. The,
2: and the key is, is you just gotta, yeah, you gotta, you gotta win out. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. That's the best way to say it. You gotta win out. There's no way around it, because the way that it's set up is, if, I mean, to keep home field advantage, you gotta beat the Dolphins and you gotta beat the Jets, and you have to have a better record than them.
1: And you should probably beat the Bengals head to head too.
2: I probably would hope do so. That. Yeah, because you probably will see them in the playoffs at some point.
0: I think yeah. the Bengals are a weird situation. Of I don't think they're that. I think they're decent. They're not I don't that good. Th- I don't think they're that good. I just think it might be a situation after last year's playoff and this past weekend. Every once in a while, there's a team that you can't explain it but they go up against a team that's better than them, and they just seem to have their number. Yeah, like, And that's kind of what the Bengals have with the Chiefs right now. It's just for whatever reason, they just seem to have the Chiefs number.
1: 100%. 100%. Couldn't agree more. Um, anything we missed um, hockey-wise, too? I know the season's just kind of chugging along here. Um, Sabres have been playing better. That's been good.
0: One thing to mention—it's uh, actually a little bit big for uh, for this this trio right here—is uh, big two-game uh, set this weekend, Friday night in Buffalo. Penguins come to town and play the Sabers, and then Saturday yep. they turn right back around, and the Sabers go to uh, Pittsburgh for a nice little back-to-back nice home, little and
1: home.
2: home and home.
0: Man, uh, I'd love to see it. Yeah, so uh, that'll be that'll be fun this weekend, boys. Yeah,
2: for are sure. Going, are you going to either of them?
0: I was thinking about it. Um,
2: I'll be there on, Friday.
0: Still on the fence. We, uh, I may snag something last minute to either or both, but. Um, yeah, just kind of one of those things. We'll see how busy the weekend gets with everything else going on around the holidays and seeing the family. So, uh, but yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting, too, because looking at, I think, the last couple years of matchups, uh, Penguins have not played well against the Sabres. No. They've been they've been a good team. They've been a playoff team. But for whatever reason, it's kind of one of those situations where the Sabres have had their number, I think, the last two seasons.
1: Yeah. Dare I say the Jason Botch role effect?
0: It, you know what, it could be. I mean, I was oh, at the man. Penguins game when they came to town in November, um, earlier this season, and mm-hmm. they blew a three-one lead and lost to the Sabers. So, uh, yeah. you know, Sabers are one. playing some. They're playing hard and they're they're playing good hockey right now. They're a tough team to play against.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously more and more hockey as the year goes on as we keep getting towards, you know, midseason playoffs, all of that sort of stuff, football and other things wind down. So, um, yeah, boys, that's pretty much everything I had we have for this week. We'll be back on. We'll take it week to week, like I said, once we get the bowl game lines out and all the matchups for sure, we'll be doing a nice big episode on that. Um, anything else before we get out of here, gentlemen? That covers. Cool, it. cool. Appreciate everybody listening. Uh, This has been Justition89. Boys, thanks as always. Another great episode. Um, We'll be back next week. Per usual, thank you, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week and weekend. Stay safe out there. Peace.